0: On your airwaves, and we are here to stay. This is the place where it's all about creating and protecting your peace while living your healed and happy life. Start your journey to peace today. Create your peace. Live it, wear it, be it. If you don't have peace, get you some. You know it's peace. Welcome to Peace and Serenity Radio Podcast, inside the Peace Lounge, right here on Mixed Talk Radio. I am your host, Serena Linnell, and I am your girl who is all about peace and serenity. This is the place where it's all about creating, maintaining, and protecting your peace. Here on the Peace and Serenity Radio Podcast, we will have fun, we will have conversations, and we will definitely have peace. There's 151 countries, y'all, but there's only one Peace and Serenity. If you don't have peace, get you some. Tuned in to Peace and Serenity Radio podcast inside the Peace Lounge right here on Mixed Talk Radio. Whether it's the start of your day, the middle of your day, or the end of your day, we are so glad you tuned in to recharge, refuel, and refocus while riding this Peace Party train. It's the hottest new show, y'all. Let's go! All right, y'all, we are Chatting with none other than MC Ambush. Um, Can somebody say you've been booked?
1: <laughs> <laughs> B- squad, what up? I've been yes. booked.
0: <laughs> you've been booked. So you recently released Pieces of You in a book titled I'm Not Finished Yet. Yes. Tell us really quickly about your book.
1: Well, my book is uh, basically what we've been talking about. It's been it's about my journey this time. Last year, I was in the house and we were on our second month of lockdown and I was on the verge of like going crazy up in here. Just thinking like, you know, when are we going to go on the road again? When is this thing going to end? And I I, I wanted I told myself that I knew this wouldn't last forever. But when the pandemic, when we come out of the pandemic, I need to have something to show that I didn't waste my time. So I started. I started writing a book and I started reflecting on my journey and everything that I've done coming from Long Island and to Texas and being in the army, getting kicked out the army and struggling here in Holland for so many years. And I just called my cousin, he's a book consultant. He took me through the steps to write a book and 13 months later, I got a book. Right here, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yes, yes.
0: Well, congratulations, Thank congratulations, God. congratulations. Thank you know, God. um, uh, Coach AJ is the bomb. Yo, AJ, um,
1: up, AJ? Shout out, shout out, shout April.
0: out to AJ joiner he is the bomb.com, y'all. Yes. Such a genius, yes, um, man. and um, so. It's been great and an absolute pleasure. Like, we have to do this again. Oh, we have yeah, to do I, this again.
1: I, 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 I ain't going nowhere anytime soon. We still on <laughs> lockdown, so holla, holla.
0: Yes. So um, let us know how the listeners of Peace and Serenity radio podcast, how we can support you, where we can find you. If you have any you know, um, products or services you want to promote, now is your opportunity to speak your peace and let us know.
1: All right. Yo, peace squad. If you want to find me, see what I'm doing. Just go uh, for Instagram. It's MC ambush Twitter. It's MC ambush, Facebook MC ambush. If you want to get my book, my book is I'm not finished yet. It is on Amazon worldwide. You can get it right now. It's a, it's a pretty cool read. It's a wild story, but I'm glad I did it.
0: Nice. Nice. Oh my goodness. So Again, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time out. I do not take this opportunity lightly. oh man, like I just like I can't wait till we can collab again. Look, I'm ready to collab on some music like,
1: oh, yeah, ah, me, like, like, like. yeah, next time I got some music for you too. Yes, yes, for sure,
0: absolutely. Well, listen, I wish you nothing but peace and serenity. Um, in all of your future endeavors. Um, Peace and blessings to you. And um, until then, peace and serenity. We out. What's up, Peace Squad, and welcome back to Peace and Serenity Radio Podcast. I am your girl, Serena Lanil, and you know I am your girl who is all about peace and serenity. Listen, our next guest, y'all, this brother has been making his mark and making his name known in the media, music, and production world. He is passionate about cultivating his relationship with God, establishing generational wealth, building wealthy relationships, being an advocate for change, and being a servant leader. He enjoys fitness training, creative writing, music, video production, reading, public speaking, and arts and crafts. He is the founder of an organization called Inside Out Consulting, where their mission is to inspire businesses and individuals to be intentional, be noble, have great stewardship, be passionate about their goals and dreams, to improve, build relationships, and conduct business with a spirit of excellence. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, help me welcome to the Peace and Serenity Virtual Studio, Mr. W. Mario Scott
2: Singer, what up, Peace Squad? Yeah. yeah, what's up? <laughs> the introduction, though. That that was, that was that was nice. Yeah. That was Let's, that. Was, you know, come through, give me a yes. A little, I, no, yes, thank you for having sauce me. On it, yes. <laughs> I, I, I feel honored that I get to be, I get to hang out with the Peace Squad. So this is this is awesome. Say so, yes. Squad you doing the thing? F. I'm proud of you. Yeah.
0: Ah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And the first question I have for you yeah. is, um, you know, what has it been like for you? What has life been like as a, a black man in America?
2: Um, I, I would say that um as an African-American man, um, it's um, even just growing up from, from being young to, to where I'm at right now. It's I've had to be enlightened on my perception of how I view things i mean really becoming one with myself and understanding that i've had to work harder than a lot of my my peers Mm -hmm. that you know are necessarily african-american yeah um and i had to learn that i didn't understand that in the beginning Mm -hmm. and but as i got older and started to be affected by you know the color of my skin Mm -hmm. i mean because i love people i always i ignored it Mm -hmm. i ignored it but but you know that the reality of what that was is there. And um, it's caused me to be um, more alert Mm -hmm. um, and aware of that. I don't just represent myself. Yeah, I don't want to just be a statistic, Mm -hmm. Um, but then I have to take the lens off of myself and and understand that everything that that I do, it does matter for the next generation.
0: Yes, absolutely.
2: You know, growing up where your experience is being black,
0: and in your Blackness, did it differ between you being a young boy to being a teenager, then becoming a man? Um, you know, was it different? What did that look like?
2: Um, well, it's, it's, a, it's a variety of things that factored in to mm-hmm. um, being an African-American young man and, and, and growing. Mm-hmm. One thing is I looked at what was modeled to me mm-hmm. um, within my family. Um, one thing that we see trending um, in the African-American community is broken homes. Mm-hmm. That was one <laughs> thing, not necessarily that, hey, this is what my parents designed, that this is what they wanted to do. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was a child that was in a, a, a broken home.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But I did have an opportunity to see what family was like together um, and that piece of it modeled. Mm-hmm. So I got the best of both. I got the the best of a good situation, but I also got the other piece of it, yeah. which, as a young man—I mean, a young, a young, a young boy at that time—it's a lot to digest mm-hmm. with change. Because when you're that young, you really don't know what to expect. Yeah, you know. Um, so the expectation of what family looks like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then also, um, I used to didn't be as vocal as a kid. You know that the transition uh, when my parents got divorced was tough for me. Mm-hmm. So. That piece right there alone, it it played a huge part within my cultivation and I, my identity. Mm-hmm. I think identity is in, is important because yes. it was as a time in my life where I didn't know my value. Mm-hmm. I dealt with a lot of insecurity as mm-hmm. a as a young person, mm-hmm. um, and the world that we're living in, that insecurity can uh, be detrimental. Oh yes, beat you t- up. Especially as, Af- because then you, when people start to label you, mm-hmm. and you don't know your identity, mm-hmm. then then you get trapped into the world's notion of this, um, um, what's the word that I'm looking for, of their ideal of what 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 you are,
0: mm-hmm.
2: they that characteristic, okay. and you know then as I grew, and I made some careless decisions, mm-hmm. you know, um, in my walk, and then I didn't really understand the impact because I'm a person of an influence
0: mm-hmm.
2: and the, what it does to the community, yeah. our community yeah. um, and just generational wealth, you know, it's a transition, a yeah. transition. I'm hoping I'm answering the question effectively, um, but it's so, it's a, it's a open, it's a really, really open question. to really touch it on a, a lot of different points.
0: Yeah. Mom, when do I go from being cute to being a threat? right wow, wow, um wow. at the age of 7 um this was in light of everything kind of going on last wow. year um he at the age of 7 asked at what point am i no longer a cute you know cute little black boy yeah and now i'm a threat um and wow. so i want to pose that question to you like do wow. you feel like you even experienced that transition <clears throat> where it was like Oh, you know, you're just a child, you're just a child, but like now you're a threat. I gotta watch out for you.
2: Wow. Um, I, I see that a lot now. Mm-hmm. Um, especially now, I'm gonna talk from what the space that I'm in now, okay. a lot in the corporate world. Okay, uh- <laughs> a lot in the corporate world. Talk about of, it. Uh, <laughs> I've learned so much, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I I dropped out of college, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, with you know, went to school for mass media communication and business administration. So mm-hmm. you have that piece. And then when I came into this corporate environment of who I am, my gifts and my talents, and I just learned how to utilize it in this in the, on this platform, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I, I I I'm a I'm a learner, mm-hmm. so I grasp things quickly. Um, I'm very observant. Mm-hmm. So the things that people go to school for years. And I'm not knocking school at all. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying from from what it looks like from the from the lens of person that's been in this corporate environment. You got this young individual. First of all, you know, an African-American man got eight kids, five boys, three girls in his came through going through a process of a divorce mm-hmm. on top of that. Also used to be in the street, mm-hmm. used to, to, you know, went to college, you got all of this mixed up. Mm-hmm. He's super talented, you know, they looking at me. He's not even, they thinking I'm not qualified yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh, but when you got the grace of God and the anointing to know your life, I don't got to do the work, yep. you know, they yep. want to come, you know, it's a lot of want to compete for, mm-hmm. you know, Hey, I want to be, I want what you have. Yeah. I'm just being me though. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You you always gonna lose that one, <laughs> you know, because I'm gonna I'm gonna always win being me, mm-hmm. and the more I've I've learned intellectually and in doing it an, uh, a self evaluation on myself, yeah, um, and in learning and understanding that it's market ministry, and that so everything is different, yeah. but you got politics within the corporate world. Yes, yeah, you know, um. Like I said, we don't want to look at the, the diversity and inclusion, mm-hmm. but you have to. You yeah. have to. You have to call a thing a thing. You have to. That is, it, it, it is something that's very true. Yeah. And because I'm very vocal, and I speak, I'm, I'm an advocate for change. Yeah. So in the corporate world, it's you. It's a different. It's a different beast. Mm-hmm. And when people start to feel threatened, you know, whatever whatever profession you're in, I'm pretty sure yeah. that your listeners out, listeners out there would agree when they start to feel threatened, and it's not that you're trying to do anything, you're just being right. you, you want to create change. Right. right? But because of the color of my skin, because I'm vocal, because I can ruffle uh, feathers, mm-hmm. uh, are very disruptive, mm-hmm. I'm in a positive sense.
0: Yeah,
2: it's it's very enlightening and I've learned. And everybody is not for you, they, you right. the smiles on your face and things like that. Right. But the thing is, I don't represent me. Mm-hmm. Something I always stress is generational wealth. How can we break the barrier? Yeah. Yeah. how can we create well
0: um it is true you know in the corporate world i mean we have to watch how we dress how we talk everything. what we like you know
1: everything
0: yes not just walking down the street but we have to even do it when we go to work it's it's almost like we can't even really be ourselves you know sometimes and and in saying that yeah. you know um even in our gifts and our talents, right? Because they do feel threatened. Mm-hmm. But like, why is that? Why is it that you feel like you can shine and have all the creativity and everybody's just supposed to accept it yeah. and go with it. But yeah. then when it's my time to shine and I'm walking in my gifts and my talents yeah. and things are going great. Yeah. Then it's a problem.
2: It's, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know what? And, and to, to, to piggyback right off of that, what I learned is um, when I started to perception is everything and mindset is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we have the, you know, you asked for, you have, I have a great level of discernment mm-hmm. and um, God showed things to me in a different lens. Mm-hmm. He allowed me, he gave me intellect mm-hmm. to see things that were out of order. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once again, advocate for change. When you say yes to the calling, it's not always going to be comfortable. It's not Ooh. always going to be exactly how we expect it to no. be. But he'll put you in a he'll put you in a very dysfunctional situation for mm-hmm. you to be a solution. Mm-hmm.
0: Love it. Love it. Uh man, that right there is <laughs> the the blackness in corporate America. It's yeah. like that's a thing. Yeah. It is a thing. Like it is. Man, I wish, you know, we we have to to increase um the awareness of. To what we truly experience in the workplace
2: so can can i touch on that too yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you got me you got me really warmed up in uh okay so with that being said um branding Mm -hmm. um with with the team that i that i manage um in the day-to-day operations one thing that i tell them even though you work for this company Mm -hmm. nothing is a company but you are a brand
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: You are a brand. It's like you go see Nike mm-hmm. when you see that swoosh.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: They don't got to say nothing. you know, like, you know, the expectation. Yes. So as an African-American um, and this can go for any race. Yeah. I love people, period. Yeah. I want to speak to my Africa. I want to speak to our culture. Yes.
0: Yes. Uh-huh. You
2: are a brand. Mm-hmm. So when they say your name, what, do, what is the expectation? What are your standards? Mm-hmm. What are your core values? Yeah. You add value to this. They they they're paying you because you're in partnership. Yeah. How do you, how are you viewing? What's your mindset? We're supposed to be. You're supposed to. <laughs> be. But it once again, times. because yeah. but we you you get what you that you allow them to to, to do. Mm-hmm. If you go in there with an expectation, hi, my name is Demario Antoine Scott Senior. Mm-hmm. This is my expectation. Yeah. These are my core values. This yeah. is what I do outside of work. Yeah. And I love me. Mm-hmm. This is what I can add to your business. Yes. We're yes. gonna make you great. Because I'm a part of it. Does mm-hmm. that mean that I'm the center of attention? No. But this piece that that, that I'm going, you're gonna add in right here in this puzzle piece. Yeah, we're gonna change, we're gonna change the business. your business is gonna do amazing. Yeah. Because the anointing that's on my life has been trickling down from generation to generation. Yeah. Now you get a sprinkle of that. Come yeah. through.
0: You are a very creative being <laughs> <laughs> with so many talents. <laughs> um and i want to talk about um specifically the musical talent okay um that you know that you have <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: and so when did you fall in love with music
2: um music my my mother is very musically inclined mm, okay. um She's always um, you know, she's sing to me and my sister mm-hmm. um, as kids, uh, listening to my mom worship early mm-hmm. in the morning, just hearing that that utterance of that of just being musically inclined and just hearing what that sounds like. So, mm-hmm. um, as a kid, mm-hmm. um, it's it's just been something that I was always modeled to me, okay. understanding good music, mm-hmm. um, you know, the you know. The lyrics, mm-hmm. you know, what's being said and how you can combinate words and phrases and create a sound. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just amazing. I go on it, but you know, I at a very early age. I don't have a specific age, but yeah. it's just it's yeah. just been there, you know, over the years and it, that passion for wanting to be creative because I never knew that it was in me. Okay. Okay. Until it was it came out. <laughs> okay, so
0: and when did it come out? Okay, how about that?
2: Um, I think around um maybe I think maybe around like a 12, 13, we started experimenting. I had some friends back in Wichita, and we we tried to do a a little group and Uh just (laughs) composing music or whatever, not even understanding what we were doing.
0: Wait, did you have a group name? What was the group
2: name? Yeah, I think it was called 3D. (laughs) Was
0: everybody's name starting with
2: a D? Yeah, it was. It was, DeMario, Dante, and Donald. Yeah, Yeah. it was, wow. I haven't even talked about that. <laughs> 3D. Yeah. 3D, yeah.
0: 3D. We 3D deep up in here. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. So in, in in this group, did y'all rap, y'all dance, y'all sing? I'm what trying to do? even <laughs> remember
2: what we did at that time. My goodness. That was so long ago. That um, I think awesome. we did a, a mixture of trying to sing it and I, it was probably just singing at that point, mm-hmm. which I, I would that I, is so cool. Like
0: <laughs> I mean, I know,
2: like me and my <laughs> friends, we did it, but like to hear that, you know,
0: boys do that too. Like they get together and they form groups and all of that. I don't Kind of glad that, that is so did. cool. Okay, so um, <laughs> wow,
3: that
2: bring out. I didn't talk about that in years.
0: That's awesome. See, we having a nostalgic <laughs> moment, y'all. A nostalgic <laughs> moment. Okay, so tell me this: what would you consider your favorite music era would it be and i'm gonna start from like the 1970s so would it be the 70s the 80s the 90s the early 2000s and i'm just gonna stop there because anything after 2010
2: mm. <laughs> oh that's good i would say the 90s
0: see we we checking out all the boxes the yes 90s, for sure. 90s man like I don't know what it is. It's, some, it's during it's the nineties.
2: You had a variety from from b You had even in, in the rap in the hip hop culture, it was everything, it was it was at that time, I think it was just something new. It was a new sound, it was a new era, it was a um, it was different. Even the yeah. music, the cadences and it was just different. It was yeah. different, and it, and it just grew from there. It was a solid time. Yeah, it was
0: popping yes, in the
2: nineties.
0: <laughs> it was popping, and so, um, you know, for with the love of music and yeah. your creativity, um, from you having a group when you were younger, yeah. um, to you know, even now, um, exploring your musical talents yeah. and. <clears throat> And the writing that comes along with that, Um, you know, creating your own sound. Yeah,
2: we we can touch on that.
0: When when do you think you got to the point where you were comfortable in having your own sound when it came to music? Because, I mean, honestly, I feel like any musician or artist, um, when you first start out, in your mind, you have an idea of who or what you want to look and sound like, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you you have the model, right? The yeah. this this uh, model artist, um, like for me, it would be Beyonce, but you know, um, <laughs> but you have an idea, right? Yeah. Um, and so when you start out, you kind of want to try to sound like them look like them but then it's like sometimes that don't work like you have to be your own person you have to be true and authentic with yourself when would you say was the moment that you were finally comfortable with being demario like Mm. your sound (laughs) your look your feel yeah
2: let me lead up to that um because um i spent a lot of time finding my identity when I started to take music seriously mm-hmm. um, is when I moved to Kansas City. Okay. Um, and me and some close friends, we started to really cultivate um, our, our our creativity in regards to writing, okay. um, our delivery. We were way ahead of our time at that time. I was, I think about maybe 14 mm. at that time. Um, and 14 to 15 to 16, as we continue to do music, what I was doing, mm-hmm was trying to sound like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, the things that I rapped about at that particular time cuz I wasn't a sec- secular uh mindset at that time. I rapped about what I did. Mm-hmm. Um but I tried to make it sound like everybody else. Mm-hmm. I wanted to I was trying so bad to to just be seen to 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 be heard when I was just doing too much. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, so once I my relationship with um, I started to reestablish my relationship with God and he started to reveal to me who I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my music changed dynamically and I would say that it really started to change around 2016-17.
0: Mm-hmm. We want to hear
2: absolutely a little
0: bit you know absolutely. what you got if you can, you know um. if, if. <laughs> what? That's, that's what I'm talking
2: about that's that confidence. yeah Look at
0: that. Yes yeah, so.
2: <laughs> so check me out. I've been waiting for a minute finally in the right position time to give it all i like got i can't stop why not i from heaven we've been living in hell let's prevail we can't fail no my heart is not for sale i'm the son of a king that's sitting on the throne in the sky my mama used to tell me boy get rid of that pride but no no let me let me let me start let me start, let me start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: special guest for stopping by the peace and serenity virtual studio today i had a great time chatting with you keep doing what you're doing i see you doing amazing things hey it's nothing but peace and positivity mixed with good vibes over here let's keep the peace party going
3: Take a closer look into the life of a warrior named Serena Linnell in her debut memoir titled Finding Serenity. Yo, this is a must read. She's persevered with grace through her journey to peace through cancer and chaos. Serena is a breast cancer survivor, y'all whose story is not only powerful, but it's transforming lives. She is a mental health advocate who is committed to helping people find their true identity. Be sure to visit peaceandserenity.com. Hold on, wait, you gotta write that down. That's P-E-A-C-E dot com, where you can learn more about her amazing story. And be sure to purchase your copy of Finding Serenity today. And while you're on the website, check out that Peace and Serenity merchandise. Show your support. Don't just talk about it. Be about it. You've just been officially plugged into Peace and Serenity, the podcast.
0: If you enjoyed the show today, you can catch the entire interview on the Peace and Serenity radio podcast with your favorite podcast app, such as Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and more. And if you would like to advertise your business, sponsor a show or sponsor a show segment, please contact peaceandserenity at gmail.com. We want to help you get your business in front of thousands of listeners and have your business recognized across six different countries. So why not advertise with us? Hey Peace Squad, before we get out of here today, I wanted to make sure that I share with you different ways you can help support the mission of peace and serenity as we aim to spread peace throughout the world. You can donate to the show. You can donate to Random Acts of Kindness. You can donate to our Pink Christmas campaign. You can do all of this directly on our website at peaceandserenity.com. You so much for your time today thank you for tuning in to the peace and serenity radio podcast inside the peace lounge on mix talk radio i am your host serena lenille and you know i am your girl who is all about peace and serenity that's all i want for y'all i just want you to have a little peace i love y'all if you don't have
1: peace get you some i'm out